This is my story, my name is JD Trying to look for a chick to call me baby I'ma treat her well, cause that's where it's at Don't matter to me, I'm a friggin' doormat Most chicks don't get me, they all run away Even try hooky chicks and they won't stay I know it ain't me, I'm a mother MC Hitting golf balls off the big boy tees But I ain't ever shot a man, cause that is whack I once drank and freeze called a Mac attack, huh? Just another day in the life of me. My name is JD. You, you got what I need. Welcome back, shooters, for a. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Been quite a few minutes since our last show. So, uh, Max and I got together and said, you know what? It's summertime. And I think we should all get back to a little shooting straight handball talking. So, um, Max, as always, picked a time and then uh, failed to deliver on showing up at said time. So we'll uh, we'll get the ball rolling without him. Hopefully, we'll get some some guests in the on the Twitch machine, sending in questions, ask them live on the air. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things go. But. Uh, it's been, oh, I don't know, almost a year since our last actual show. We did a show back in March, live from uh, Norway in the basement of the motel that we were staying at. It's good, good old clean family fun there. Um, but uh, for this, for this one, we just want to get back more onto a regular cadence and hopefully get get people entertained and having a good old time. So um, you know, we really. Just want to make sure everybody's staying in touch with handball, and there's a lot to discuss. So uh, I'll hit some of the boring, boring topics till Max gets here because I know he won't be upset. But uh, this summer, for instance, we got a whole gauntlet of stuff lined up. Pretty excited about that. It's going to pay a lot of dividends, hopefully. We've already started the process. We uh, did some summer camp stuff um, at my high school both summer gym and camps with kids had 4-h camp four straight days of handball action uh we had probably about 20 kids per session every time uh pretty dedicated kids hoping to get some some more traction there but you know those kids are pretty young so it's hard to hard to see the payout right away um but they like handball it's a fun game especially at camp and making it really a camp staple for them so We'll see how that uh, plays out. Let me make sure that there's no. Okay, sorry. I want to make sure that if Max does decide to show up, that uh, he's he's letting us know. So, um, in the meantime, uh, as I said, this summer we got getting into county fair season, and uh, I don't know where a lot of you guys are located, but here in Ohio, county fairs are pretty big to do. So. Uh, talked with my wife's cousin and he got into hockey because the Blue Jackets had a uh, booth or whatever at the at the county fair and so you could go you know shoot a slap shot play some you know blacktop running around not even roller hockey just running around hockey and street hockey kind of style and so we you know he and I talked quite a bit and I was like you know, where did you even, because there's no hockey up in Lima, and 
he just kept kept staying interested in it. And there was no team at his school. He didn't play on any travel teams, but he'd drive up to Finley, and they had hockey there, and that's how, how he made it happen. And so, um, you know, I saw that story and kind of thought, why not us, you know? And that's one of those things that handball is pretty easy, uh, you know, doesn't take up a lot of space. So not a lot of negatives from uh, getting involved with the um, county fairs. So it's one of them, something that I was really thankful that we had so such a you know pretty positive uh, interest so far. Uh, we are going to be in seven different county fairs this summer, um, looking to do an exhibition match and kind of a booth. So oh, here's Max. Let's see what happens now. Okay, there's there's Max in the flag. ADR. How we doing? Look at that beautiful mustache and his. I just I just play tennis. I am uh, worked up a little sweat today. Okay. All I'm right. trying to get fit this summer. How uh, how's it? Were you safe? You know, because I know you're. For those of you that have been out of touch with Max, he's relocated his talents east. Oh, JD, I'm in Columbus right now, bro. I lied. He. <laughs> is still here and uh just living it up at his parents house yes sir so uh, you, you want to know what happened so my lease ended in columbus so last week i moved all my stuff to uh baltimore the charm city uh, i have an apartment there now but uh, i don't start school till september 1st so i'm gonna be chilling at my parents till then good stuff good stuff so um did you win your tennis match I did six to two. We only did one set. Okay. Did you just play some chump? Uh, you know what? What league is this? This is uh, not a league. This is uh, my high school friend Jonathan. Good guy. Uh, pretty solid player. Really good ground strokes. Bad serve. I just beat him because he couldn't serve on me. You know. So you couldn't play Jonathan any other time because when I asked if we could meet at nine and you said yeah, it, it, it went a little long. Like I I thought I'd be home by nine. I was home at nine oh four. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Anyways, we have so many viewers here that they're, you know. How many? We got got three, I think. Doesn't... Honestly, like back to our off one, baby. Yep. Um, so, uh, I just kind of putzed around. I was telling them a little bit what we got on the docket for this summer. Um, talking about the county fair tour. So That is something that no one in this country has ever done that you came up with yourself. And I think it's incredible. Yep. So, um, like I was saying, everybody, we're going to have a booth, interactive booth, where kids can go shoot on a goalie, whether that's me or somebody from the team. Uh, we might put Hector the Rejector up there, give prizes away if they get it in the corner or something like that. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And then uh, Kaylee had the great idea of having a uh, handball kind of uh, coloring page. So Ooh, like it that. would be Please. like you color in, you know, a handball player and then have some fun facts so that the parent then takes that page and puts it on the fridge at home can we make it armada players yeah you can make we can make it whoever we want but we like, shouldn't make it like famous players we should make it just armada players like i want some kid coloring like my right hand. i think my I, right hand. i think we'll i want we'll, someone coloring in josh forstoffel we can have a whole series you collect them all you know collect all the players um that being said, I think that was a good idea. And so we'll have that. We'll have buttons. We'll have stickers. We'll have candy. We'll have the whole 
nine yards. And then after that, we'll have a game. Uh, still trying to lock in who's playing and what games, but uh, should be you know in front of the grandstands or that's on the schedule, so that you know people that are coming to the fair are aware that the game is happening. So could be some pretty decent crowds. Um, I know you know a lot of the fairs get pretty solid foot traffic. So uh, we just need to put on a good show, look good. We got the shorts. You know, it only took us. 10 months to get the Hummel shorts. Are um, we transitioning away from Hummel after this incident, J.D.? I would really like to, um, but at the same time, I don't want to get any new jerseys anytime soon. No, so. I'm talking like three years. Like, I think we should put out like best like bidder, like Adidas, Reebok. I don't know. Like Champion. Could, you could corner the handball market with $50 and like a responsive email. So, pretty, pretty easy. Um, you know, he, he said he was the guy... Jeff Duback uh, was going to send me, you know, a funny story about why it took so long over <laughs> over a drink because I'm just going to stop by Massachusetts and I don't know. Um, very very frustrating. Uh, hands down, hats off to anybody that's had to deal with Hummel and made it successful. It was not us. Uh, it was one of the more painful processes I've ever had to deal with. Um, but we had our jerseys. They only took four tries to get it made correctly. Um, and then we got our shorts significantly late. So um, significantly means like a year. Like. Yeah, I, I asked probably on a monthly basis for a while. After like the first couple weeks, I was every week. And then I just kind of gave up, and then I came back to it, and just then started hitting them every other week. And holy cow! So, oh, uh, Brian has entered the chat. So, uh, funny thing with Brian's uh, username, it uh, it gives me a lot of heebie-jeebies because uh, one of my coworkers' name is uh, the second, minus the first letter of his username, and uh, she's a little bit difficult to work with. So, uh, I don't know why I didn't notice that previously on the show. Uh, can we just say to Brian, I, I have something to tell him. So, he told me to visit Tortilleria Sinaloa. And I did in Baltimore. It's literally just directly across from my place. The tortillas at this place, fantastic. The guacamole, fan, 10 out of 10. Are you just Chips, eating plain tortillas? Like that's what they specialize in? Is... Like, no, like they make tortillas. But but like my, I got a mixed veggie taco. No. No, not their thing. Oh, okay. Well, so no, they're not good for the Jews is what you're saying. The taco itself was delicious. Like everything except the filling. It literally was just like frozen veggies. Like I can't do that. Hmm. All right. Outside well, of that, like great experience, but Brian kind of led me down the wrong path. Well, we'll see what he has to say about that. But uh, good to know. Glad you're you're getting acclimated down there in the the B more. In... Dude, it's actually kind of fun. Like, I, like the drinks are pretty cheap. I got a lot of beer. I'll have to hook you up with Kaylee's uh, um, Kaylee's best friend's sister's a bartender in Fells Point. Well, and... What bar? Uh, it's like some hoity-toity, like fancy one. If Dude, you, like I, like I, I mean, my apartment's in Fells Point. Yeah, if you, I'll, I'll go ask her. Um, is she? Do we have a relationship status? She has a boyfriend. Okay, okay. So, so a little bit, little bit. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Um, all right. Just to say, Brian's saying that you guys are gonna do a forty taco bar crawl, taco crawl. Dude, I will. Like 40... my street is entirely tacos. I didn't realize wow. like. There's probably like nine taco places on my block. Okay, that's that's quite a few tacos. Um, 
It's like if you open a Condados in Baltimore, like you would like get zero customers. Like they'd be like, we don't fuck with. Like, yeah, but is not- Condado is not necessarily Condado and uh, local cantina Barrio's and Barrio. It's all about the create your own taco. It's not necessarily the taco <laughs> itself. It's the process and getting the taco. But they're only made for white. Look, Brian's gonna take care of you. Are you reading this chat? He's he's got you. I'm not you. in the chat. I'm Dude, he's he's Brian's saying, already my best friend. He's gonna introduce you to a lot of single ladies. You'll be just Woo-hoo. fine. People that have followed us for a while know that Brian's probably my favorite person in the handball like, this is, metaverse. This is true. Brian has many people in the handball my metaverse. My second favorite is who's my second favorite? JV. Tony. He's number three. Number two, Martin Brannick. Hmm. Okay. I love Martin Brannick. No, that's gonna come up in a bit. That is on the top of the That is today. on we today's we we have some things to discuss. I might be uh, a persona non grata if I wasn't already. Well, why don't we just jump right in? We'll come back to the summer events uh later on in the show. So why don't you just dive right in there? I got both nationals on the docket here. We got this past year and next year's nationals, which have already been announced. So Max, why don't you take it away? So which are we talking first? This year's? Whatever you want to do. I, I have, okay, we'll start with this year's, and I'd like to give a special shout-out to our boy Joey Williams. He ran a good event. Was it a great event? No. What complaints did you have? What? What complaints do you have? The lack of alcohol. Oh. Oh. My, my, I, I thought it was a great event. I thought it was I... probably the best event in USATH history, which is a very low bar to clear, but. In my opinion, though, we brought the bar. Like, there's never been a bar in the past. So, yeah, it, the but, bar I mean, was at negative five, and we brought it up to, like, plus 30. Yeah, no, I no, I totally agree. I, and I fully credit Joey with that. Like, we, we brought it. Whether yeah, it was well, legal or not, we pulled a real Norway women's uh, U20 match there. And, yeah. Uh, oh, that, that was an electric night. Uh, so, what JD means by that is, so... <laughs> And we've never talked about Norway on this podcast. When we were in Norway, we went to a U seventeen, U eighteen, whatever game. Maybe it was new. I some women's like junior team. It would be the equivalent of like going up to like a high school basketball game in the middle of nowhere, and uh, just rolling in. They probably only have their parents. Some of their parents didn't even show. There was maybe thirty people there, and we roll in 10, 12 guys deep, all with a, yeah. f- a few beers. And I, I just didn't, and I instigated that. I'll admit it. I didn't realize it wasn't the vibe. Like, I thought sporting event, like, I would bring a beer to a handball game here. Like, I do. So I roll up with a beer, like, in my pocket. I crack it, and people start looking at us. And apparently it's, like, the uh, the social equivalent of, like, 9-11 there, the drinking public. So did not did not go over well with, uh, no. with our fans there. Um, but uh, they definitely were making fun of us. And, and does it matter when we became the first – collegiate team to ever win a game in Europe. No, no, it does not. That was an electric game. People for people call us not a late game team after we had a notable late game collapse, but that was a late late game clutch up. We did collapse, but we came back and we won that game against uh HC Norwegian Viking Tonsberg turn. Yep. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. So um but anyway, so you know, your complaint was lack of alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a really, really good event. The, I think the the aspect of having it at a small college with the community was fantastic. And personally, I think they should keep doing that year after year, which we'll get to in a second. The fact that all of us were in dorms together, I think, was great. Like for, I only see these guys once a year. Like it was really good to see the guys I know, like and see them once a year, like make some new friends, things like that. Even if the European guys suck, a lot of the times, not all of them, some of the time. Uh, my one complaint just it was too remote. There was no bars. Like if you had in like a town with like 
couple of, like good townie bars that wasn't like a super Christian college, like that would have rocked. If we were like to take over a townie bar. Yeah, but on the flip side, like I think that had it been in a town like a I don't even know, like let's go uh, a Lansing or, or an Athens or something like yeah. that. Well, nobody's going to be people are going to go off of campus to go do stuff and people won't be as one unit like there was at one point up at the the circle of fire and whatever up yeah, at the main there was probably like all of inter um boston some cal heat there was like there's like a whole bunch of teams yeah. just up there just cases that on was cases. a lot of fun i think if their alcohol rules had been more relaxed we just could have had more fun there like we could have had a keg out there and shit yeah, so figuring out how we do yeah, that. And, um, and criticize us all you want. Like, the number one thing about handball is the drink culture. Like, we have fun. Facts. Um, so, yeah, so that's one thing that I think, yeah, like... I, I mean, overall, Joey Williams did such a good job that he's paid Barstool Sports $20,000 to promote him on all social media platforms, and he's gained no followers from it, which is... That's some fire. That's some fire. I don't know. Is it really... You think it's that much? It's got to be a lot. He's been promoted on a lot of channels, and he's it's been mostly back. spinning backfist, which I don't know. I, I in don't my in my opinion, the MMA scene is not the scene I want to be going after. No. Uh, that's already like a niche sport. Um, anyways, um, I think it was a good event. I'm kind of disappointed that USC Team Handball has not and did not attempt to try to get anything started, Adrian. Um, I talked with uh, several yeah. of the, you know, are you? I don't know if you were around when we were talking with those girls. They were, yeah, I was figure skating or not. They were synchronized figure skating and yeah, uh, or ice dancing ice. Um, yeah. coaches, and they were saying how the athletic director at Adrian like loves new sports, like 100%. They like start a cornhole team, like they are all about new sports. And they should absolutely have a handball team. And they would fund it. And they'd be the first funded handball team in the country. And they said that if they were to start a team, that their rival down the road, uh, Trine, would also start a team. And so now you have a whole little southern Michigan. And you add them to our division because it's an easy drive for us. And you have a division. Yep. That's the second most frustrating part for me, Jay. You know what the most frustrating part was? And I'm being dead serious here. It's not that USATH didn't try to start a team. It's they didn't try to promote the event. During the event... There was one social media post a day from USATA. Not even if that, I don't think. And that was only after some other stuff went down. Like there was a certain uh, other you know piece that came up, which we'll get to later. That yeah, really yeah, took took the yeah. scene and tried to carry the torch for the event. And that's something. But it's your one event a year. It is the one event, and it, it, they didn't put any effort into promoting it. Joey Williams had to do everything on TAHC, and personally, I think it's USATH was pissed off that TAHC was doing so well. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, little it, clash, clash of the titans I, there. I think that's what it is, and I think USATH is scared of of THC, as they probably should be. Yep, because all it takes is you know, us Joey, we create an alliance and build an, our own army. Yeah, all it takes is us being building an arena and just not getting USATH yep. rights for it, and it's over. Because, because right. like, what is US Team Hamble right now? They control the foreign demographic. You know? Yeah, which we don't rely on. And if we can lie. control the American demographic, who yeah. really wins in the numbers game? And long term, it's not sustainable to have the foreign demographic. Like, I'm sorry, but like, all they rely on is first generation immigrants, and we get less and less each year. 
It's it's not sustainable. You can't just find them anymore. So they've, no. they've been I mean, found. That's, that's our national team right now, and they're doing good. Like they just had a great tournament, but I'm thinking 10, 15 years down the road, it's not going to be possible just to find random guys with USA citizenship that play in like third of in Spain. Yep. So it'll keep coming. I mean, it has for the problem is that you look at the dynamic. You know, in the 1970s, 80s, 90s, it was always the case that you had. Especially on the national team levels, you would have, you know, say a roster of, of 14 or 15. You would have 12 to 13 American guys and two to three, you know, yeah. dual citizen guys. And now it is completely flipped 180. And that turned, I want to say, mid 2000s, I think, is kind of when that, you know, I look at like when Mark Ortega was playing and yeah. you look at the pictures of the rosters he was on, you know, late 2000s and they're almost all, you know, U.S.-based guys. And even at, or Auburn, you know, we didn't yeah. get to this all, like, emphasis on dual citizens till you know, mid-2010s. And, and to me, despite the fact that we're seeing some immediate success, it's, it's bad long-term because the thing is, when you have local kids, what happens when they go back to their community? They say, I just went to Europe. I played on Team USA. It's in their local paper. It's on TV. It gets excitement. Yeah, like, look at look at Cooper. We have a list of, we have a list of Cooper Black is an incredible example, an incredible player. I uh, wish he would have come to OSU, but you, you look at our social media, like half our social media is pointing out all the kids we've had make the national team, and it gives excitement. We get great recruiting at OSU because of our national team merits, like because of you and everyone else that you have fostered. You make it all dual citizens, and that completely goes away because no one in Dusseldorf, Germany, cares about the dude that's playing on the Team USA. No one. Fair, 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 fair. So. Yeah, it's just one of those things that I think Robert and Andreas, they definitely understand, um, you know, what they're trying to do here. And uh, they are kind of frustrated. You know, COVID has delayed their plans a little bit of how they wanted to truly try to focus on growing stuff here stateside. Yeah, Um, I mean, they have it in their defense. Like, I think Robert's a great guy. I really like him, but he wasn't able to get here. Yeah, and so, you know, his plan is to try to do more camps – in the state side, whether those kids and athletes in general, I mean, basically the problem is that if you're over the age of 20, 22, you're, you're, they don't even care. And that's the hard part is that if I get a guy that has maybe did three or four years in the NBA and he's just kind of done and he's 25, 26, like that dude's still completely physically capable of being... And he has a good five, six years left in the tank. Right. Because the guy you start now can make 28, but they don't care. I don't know about that, but he could be, you know, something of... If, if you were to bring me an NBA guy to, tomorrow, and he put in he put in five good years, and he was fully committed, he would make the 28 team. I'm fully convinced. So, I, I think the team that we sent down to Mexico was pretty solid. Um, you yeah, know, I mean, we you, got results. You look at the fact that we beat Greenland, uh, that's something that... I don't know that's ever been done. Um, I don't think so. But but conversely, JD, you take that team to, to LA in 28 and they lose every game by 30. We Brian was asking about Bull Bull. Um, I don't know that we need that kind of size. So I don't think Bull Bull can run up and down the court. <laughs> I'd be pretty impressed if he could. So um, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, you look at the player pool and, you know, I have guys that are, you know, really solid junior national team guys. And this is what the whole point of chaos was, is trying to get, yeah. you know, those kind of guys to continue to develop and play at a high level. But the problem is, is that you look at who's on the senior team and it's like, 
what, what I can't do anything for her. you know somebody like like a like a like a Matt Bolger, Aaron Ham, uh, some of these West Point guys, Will Considine, yeah. like unless these guys go over to Europe, and at this point, no, none of the European teams want them. Um, it's just there's I mean, there's Bolte nothing. Bolte barely got to Europe. Bolte has not gotten to Europe yet. Not uh, yet, yet. He uh, was texted to show up in Portugal in August. August first, he's supposed to be in Portugal. No contract, no further details. Like just Jesus, show dude. up in Portugal. So originally, originally it was supposed to be July first. He was supposed to be well. Originally, it's supposed to be in Germany, May fifteenth. Uh, but that's continued to spiral down. Um, but I think we've drifted a little bit from uh, the original talking point, which was, you know, Open Nationals, which I think was a pretty good event all around. Um, there was yeah, yeah, some sorry. drama and hiccups and things like that, which there always will be. But, um, you know, I think Joey took a lot on his plate. And uh, I think. I mean, credit to Joey. You saw him during the event. That dude was running like a maniac. His whole family. I mean, his parents, it, yeah. his mom, his the dad, pitched, pitched all in, his yeah. brothers. Um, his 42 siblings pitched in. You know, it's just so taxing. And I, I've been there, yeah. uh, not nearly that level. Um, but just from the events we run and you can talk to him now and just the stress level is just too high. It's, he's not the same Joey that he once yeah. was. So it's tough. And it's, it's one of those things that, you know, hosting an event like that and the way that it had been crafted with Barry and versus what the result came out to be, I think it was pretty disappointing for him and he was pretty frustrated yeah. with us team handball. And I think that, um, he might have burned a bridge there, and that's one that you know he might not. I don't know. I don't know what he wants I, to do. I, it's not coming. It's not getting back under those ads because that brings us to point two. Yep. Which is the the news that the next two years the nationals will be taking place in Spokane, Washington. Which is, I mean, if you look at like one eighties, like from Joey Williams in Detroit to going to Detroit, you know. Which you know, you know, Max, you and I have both been to Myrtle Beach. You, yeah. I've been to York. Um, you know, you look at where Detroit fell in comparison to those, I would say it was, you know, significantly better experience for me. Yeah. I actually enjoyed the event. I, um, I didn't really enjoy Myrtle. Like it was cool to play, but it wasn't a great event. Yeah. So, um, you look at the, the going out to Spokane and, uh, you immediately max hot take looked at Spokane flights and it was, yeah, I think $800 from Columbus round yeah, trip. 800. And like and that's just and, and when you think about per person to have a good tournament you need 12 guys so you're looking at a, and then you figure in 200 each for hotels because again if you take away joy williams model and teams start to have getting hotels and they have to get meals you're looking at 400 400 bucks a guy like reasonably like maybe a little less i mean let's think about it you you got a a, a hundred some dollar a night hotel room you're there for four nights because now you got or three nights. You got to fly in first. You got to fly in early. You got, yeah. you got Thursday night because you might have Friday games. You got Friday, yeah, Saturday. And it's West Coast, you got, so you have to red eye. So yeah. you got three nights. So that, let's say $100. I don't even know if that's possible. So that's $300 plus tax. It's going to be like $350. All right. And that's for four people. So you, let's just round up to $360. So that's 90 bucks for your hotel. You figure you got three meals a day. You know, let's just call it $10 a meal. So 30 bucks a day. So that's. 
30 Friday, 30 Saturday, 30 Sunday. That's another 90. Tack on an extra 10 it's for Thursday. It's 10 bucks a guy from the airport because the airport's not close to downtown. All right, so you're sitting at 190 now. Uh, get your Uber around, whatever. Tack on 50 for all your Uber trips. You're at it's less uh, 60. Let's say you're sitting here at two, 250. Um, plus, you got your US Mail membership, so you're at 325. Plus 100 bucks per per person. 100 bucks per person per the team, so you're at 425. Um, what else did we miss? You, I think, you want a t-shirt? Oh, the flight, the flight. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, so, that was 800. So 800 plus 425. You're looking at 1225 for a how weekend in Spokane. How do I one of my guys to spend 1225 to Max, how much did we spend for a week all-inclusive in Norway? All-inclusive in Norway with flight, I spent $1,000. How much did we spend for an all-inclusive week in Denmark? All inclusive Denmark, I spent nine fifty. So, that's yeah. all I have and to which say. Which would I rather do? Spend a week in Denmark or Norway, or go to Spokane for five games? Five games. Yeah. So it's going to be. But it's not a tough decision for me. Like I've I've tweeted it. I'll announce it here. I'm not going. I don't care. I who goes. I'm not definitely going. will not be there. I'm not, the Armada are not going this year. It's also locked in for two years. I think right. Yeah, it's locked in for two years, which is genuinely insane. And, and like my question is for what? Like if you want a West Coast event. There are cities in the West Coast that could feasibly do it without. Like, I mean, San Francisco's expensive, crazy expensive, but at least there's people there. I, at I least mean, there's a team in LA. What team is there in Spokane, JD? There's, there's Seattle, which is four hours away by car. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. Every you team. Think, like, the Boise City Boilers are going to go down there and mesh stuff up. Every team has to fly. It's going to be. It's going to be tough. It's gonna be tough, but you know, if I'm the city of if I'm the city of Spokane, I am pumped. Who the fuck else is coming to Spokane this right, year? Right, right. Like the Gonzaga fans, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Gonzaga's campus. I heard it's, it's a beautiful Gonzaga area. Like, yeah, I don't know. They have a pretty nice facility, is from what it looks like. But uh, I just don't. It's just mind-boggling to me that after they see it done so well, and literally right after it, this had it was election. already a, it was already yeah. determined prior to. Uh, yeah, going like, pr- prior to the like, event, let's see how the event goes. Like, if it's a success, like maybe we emulate it next year. Maybe we go to Center College in Kentucky, do the same thing. I pulled out a random college. Like, it's yeah. so easy. There's so many Northeast colleges too. My cousin goes to Williams. My cousin goes to Amherst. Like one of those. Yep. Yep. Uh, Brian wanted to clarify that Boise is a solid seven hours away. So, but, you see my point, like. The one thing that seems close to Spokane is Boise. It is seven That's, fucking hours. I had a lot of potatoes out there. Real, real. We're driving and it's 30 hours. Yeah, I think it was 30, 32 hours, yeah. So. We could take Amtrak. I think the cheapest would actually be Amtrak because Amtrak would be Yeah, like but how long? I mean, we'd have to leave. <laughs> it's three days. God bless. Yeah. I mean, we'd spend two, uh, two weeks, two weeks going to Nationals, <laughs> playing, and coming back. So it, It's just the cost value proposition. It's like... We like, can play five games of handball here over a weekend. We all have handball. real jobs. Like, like, how do you I'm, expect like, yeah. teams to just? For me to get a Friday off. Let and alone I'm be in grad school. Like, I can't afford this shit. A Thursday and a Friday. So, plus potentially a Monday on the way back, depending on your flights. Yeah. And again, like we are not. If if we were another sport that had actual professional teams and paid players, like if we were like lacrosse, sure, works. We're not lacrosse. We're never going to be lacrosse. Not even rugby. Not even dodgeball. Yeah. So. Dodgeball is way more legit than I thought. Felix is 
Shout out to Felix. He's one of the best in the business. Oh, I didn't record. Dang it. I forgot to hit record. Hit record right now. That's nah, not. That's <laughs> okay. We'll just all figure out a way. I think I can go back and like. Yeah, I think you have the VOD from Twitch. Yeah, I'll deal with that later. Um, I just, I don't know why. I just looked over and saw not recording. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things that's like really frustrating that I just, I wish that there was a little more thought that went into it rather than I, I realize there's some cost benefit for us to handle, um, you know, helping with putting on the event X, Y, Z. But I mean, you talk to Joey and what he did to put on this event. I find it hard to see, you know, Spokane doing the same. Because to me, it feels like one step forward, three steps back. Like we finally made a step forward in like how events were doing. And now we're three steps back. Yeah. And, and the other part is like, I look at us, prime example, you know, we're one of the closest teams to Detroit. We could barely field a team. Yeah. You know, and so if we had two more guys there, we, we win. But the point is, is that we are one of the closest teams and we still couldn't get 10 people to show up to They're play. To, you think Minnesota is making it to Spokane? Yeah, I think Josh already committed to that. He's, oh, I, did, I think he did too. He's a good guy. Hold on, my VPN's fucked up. That's fine. So it's just one of those things that's like you lose. I mean, I can't convince our guys to go to Cal Cup or something like no, that. Because Cal Cup's too expensive. Like, it's I would just, love to go to Cal Cup. I can't afford it. It's not even the force, the time and effort that goes yeah. into that. Like spring break is one thing. Like that's, you know, we got that pretty well organized and, you know, it's clear understanding. And, and, and it continues to be a draw for our club. One of the best things that happens in America right now. And it's great for our players. Those guys that went played way better coming back. Yeah. And, you know, I look at somebody like Dirt, especially real yeah. eye-opening kind of trip for him. So, you, you, yeah. You look at a guy like Bolger who really took it to another level at Nationals playing with a chin strap so we'll he, see he put that team on his back yeah so yeah so that's why i'm looking forward to next year's ohio state club it's it's exciting because sean doesn't graduate till december so technically he's eligible for the spring so we pretty much I, lose I think sean, only I think game I, know he doesn't want I think you convinced sean to run it back with bolger and with the other weapons you've had yeah sean's statement was to the team was that if matt wants him to come back that he will come back so. I mean, I think that you'll have pretty strong competition from uh, my team led by myself. At, at oh, the Johns Hopkins Blue Jays. I think Jays. as a center back, I really, like, changed my skill set. I was really pigeonholed into the wing by some coaches who didn't see potential. Your potential, yeah. Yeah, and now as, as a center back, like, my mind is just operating differently, uh, putting on some, some muscle. Uh, I think I can match up with the best of the best. We will see that in our Big Ten matchup. Potentially yeah, the really, only Big Ten matchup. Big Ten teams, like, that's progress. Yep, and speaking of new teams on the block, with Cooper Black, uh, FYI, we got 10 minutes before you got to rejoin. You, you know, a, if you came earlier, we would have been fine. So I have a full account. Next time. Next time. So, um, that being said, Cooper Black coming out to uh, Miami of Ohio. Going to rekindle that flame. We already got a guy out there that they've been hosting. They hosted practices last year. Really? Um, I didn't know that. Yep. So they got about four or five guys. They got a ball. They got all the equipment still there from the old club. Yeah, I mean, they have, they have nets, which are the biggest thing. And lines. Uh, they have lines on the court. So The fact that they have lines in OSU doesn't is it's, crazy. It's tough. 
numbers game. It's a numbers game. Um, so it's one of those exciting pieces that Miami will be back, which is great. Uh, Case Western, they're struggling to get practice time. It's I'm not sure. I'd I'd like an, a somebody else, you know, to step in and try to help Josh out up there. Um, yeah. But uh, looking forward to having them get some games in as well. Uh, so that's two new teams right there, right off the bat. And uh, I've talked to some other kids about starting teams at Bowling Green still and Ohio Northern. So we'll see how that shakes out. And I've done a lot of recruiting, you know, pre-involvement fair to get kids at the Ohio State level. So to those of you who don't know, JD is on Instagram twelve hours a day messaging these kids. I can like, show you. It's probably less than an hour. A if day. JD was anyone other than JD, he would be in police custody right now for like a Drive my white minivan asking kids to play handball. So. If anyone other than JD, like maximum security, like 50 plus. Years. Should I get a mustache like you, Max? Should that be, you know. Like, ask, ask your wife. The thing is, the beauty of my hard mustache, no. I don't have a wife, so I can do anything I want. You have a wife. You got a kid, like you got stuff to wear, but I have a cat. Like, Charlotte, Charlotte might be terrified by it. I don't even uh, know. That's what I'm saying. The first time when I was a kid when my dad shaved, I thought he was a murderer. Tough. That's, that's tough. Um. So, yeah, um, so it's one of those things that the fall is going to be really exciting. Um, and it's something that I'm really looking forward to. we got a lot of coaches in the area now. A lot of talent has relocated back to Columbus. While we lost, you know, Max, we, we gained we <laughs> gained quite a bit and Katie Ann. So. Yeah, hey, I mean, Katie Ann will be fantastic for the women's team. I don't, I'm not even drawn. She's do it even all. Like, I have nothing against – I think she coached the men's team too, I think. I have nothing but amazing things to say about Katie Ann. I think she's fantastic. So she and I, uh, she's been on kind of a European yeah, trip. Uh, her sister Katrina, she got married in Ireland, and then Katie Ann went to Greece with the women's team, and then she went uh, to Hungary or France, I think. She was, I mean, she covered, I think she's back now, but she. I mean, if you if you want to talk talk serious, J.D., having her coach the team could help with uh, some of the Sean Starr recruiting efforts for uh Oh yeah, yeah, that's that'll help. That'll help lock that in. They're just good friends. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing weird to say. They're just, they're just. Yep, yep. Leave it at that. Not that either one of them will ever go back and listen or watch this, but. Uh, no, no. But. So yeah, so I think you know, and if Mike King sticks around, you know, we got him, Wrecker, Ortega, KDN, myself. That's a great staff, dude. It's pretty pretty solid. And that's just all people the thing about handball is like you can be a great staffer or a great player, but if you're not committed, it doesn't matter. All those people are committed. Yep. That's what matters. So um Max, why don't I just end this zoom now? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's go to intermission. We'll come back with some uh we got some goodies coming up. Alright. I'm gonna end and I ho- assume it's the same link, so Okay. We'll find out. We will see what happens here. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in and sticking around. I will do my best to try to figure out what I can do to download um, the video files. Um, I know there's some other videos out there that didn't make it on to... um, Didn't make it on there. So uh, we'll see what happens. But in time, in time, so... Hopefully it's been entertaining thus far. Uh, we'll see. Oh, Max needs a new link. So hold on, everybody. Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. Do, 
Okay. Raindrop keep falling on my head. Actually, the song of the my my life now has been Moana. Singing a lot of Moana. That's Charlotte's new favorite movie. Watch a lot of the Good Dinosaur Moana. I am Moana. It's good, good solid film. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much life in a nutshell. We'll see when Max joins back in here, but uh, always like to give a shout out to our sponsors. Got a lot of sponsors now, thanks to the Armada. We have Smart House, uh, which is our home safety security system. Uh, all right, now Max is back. Eddie, I think uh, are we are we are we live? We are live. We got some pretty big news to share to start the second half of the show. Oh yeah. And this is some news that has rocked the handball world to its core. Let, in, uh, let me finish giving our uh, sponsors a shout out here, and then we'll oh, get get to the craziness. Uh, Smart House for all of your home security needs. Uh, Ten Pin Bowling Alley, who still owes us two hundred fifty dollars. I I have to like follow up with the guy still. I'm gonna probably like sit hit him up like at the start of the fall, so that way like be like, hey, look, we got all these games coming up. You missed the entire season. Um, uh, Athletic Republic of Dublin, um, Westwood Fieldhouse for uh, not honoring a cancellation. Um, what else we got? Uh, Duju Designs. My cousin can take care of all your artwork needs. Um, uh, MAN2112, a couple of my buddies that donated to help sponsor the club. And who am I missing? Oh, uh, what's the wood coming? Forest Green Products? Forest Green Forest Products? Something like that. It's on the back of the jerseys. Um, I think that covers everybody. Theramuse no longer sponsor. They've stopped like giving really? us money. Why uh, did it stop? I don't know. Ruben's focusing on uh, locking in some big deals, and then he'll pay up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll. The hustle. Um, KT Tape, as always, out there. KT Tape, great, great sponsor. Yep. Uh, they just give us tape whenever we want, so that's nice. No questions asked. Anyways, Max, the news that rocked handball to its core. Yes. This is probably the biggest handball news in the last 10 years. And I can't stop thinking of this ever since you sent me it today. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anton Gorbachev, formerly of the Ohio State University Team Handball Club, the Columbus Armada, the Russian national team, the FBI's most wanted list, is uh, married. Yeah, I don't know that she's American either, so I'm not sure how this develops his plan it's got, it's got to be arranged right there's no way anyone in the they've been dating for quite a while um I, i'm aware i just don't i don't know the background uh you also know, like i'm not trying to like be insensitive here but isn't he racist yeah i found that a little shocking <laughs> like, he's um, really racist he's not a little racist he's like really he's racist. very anti-semitic don't know that he's i don't know if he's that racist i've never heard him say anything racist i just assumed given he's homophobic anti-semitic anti-american he would just fall into the yeah Yeah, people surprise you sometimes props to anton i wish him and his wife the best i hope they never step foot in columbus again but yeah i I would love to just have a tracker on him to see (laughs) 
He's got he, the FBI knows, JD. Yeah. Yeah, Anton at one point in time for our viewers, he had asked me, um, you know, to find him a wife and that he would agree to pay her ten thousand um, dollars, you know, to Which be I married. Which I would be a lot more than Mary Anton Romick. For two years before they could get a divorce or have it annulled or whatever it may be. Um, I told him that I would try, but that was not going to be possible. J.D. was in serious talks with I thought about a lot of people, and there was not a single woman, friend, or acquaintance that I could be like, hey, I don't know how to really know how to bring this up, but what are your thoughts on marrying this Russian guy Here's and he'll pay you $10,000. You have to convince USCIS that not only is there no monetary exchange, but you're actually in love to get the green card. Yeah. So she would actually have to like put on like the acting performance of a light. I don't know. Anton's a fairly romantic guy. So I mean, uh, we, we know. Talk to Jeremy. So he, he knows all too well. Yeah, sorry. That, that came up randomly today and has rocked my world. Uh, what's our next topic, JD? Um, well, speaking of news, you want to talk about the the news team that carried Open now, Nationals. This is tough for me to talk about because I do not have a lot of details. Uh, personally, like I just know what I've seen on Twitter, and I'm a big Twitter guy. So sometime right before Nationals, like right before, I'm talking like 30 minutes before it started, someone started a Twitter account called Handball News Team, which appears, and I can't say this definitively, like I have no idea either way appears to be a direct ripoff team handball news hmm. uh the site ran by our good friend john ryan friend of the podcast. they just rearranged the words which is crazy to me how apparently like that gets through copyright totally fine there's nothing john ryan can do allegedly hmm. but this team capitalizes on john ryan not tweeting anything and live tweets all of handball nationals has reporters all over the place sent reporters to greece for the beach handball games uh, apparently, the reporter going to Mexico last week got arrested in some bizarre incident. But <laughs> maybe he's looking for Brian Schaefer. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they took the handball world by storm. These random, this random group, well funded by a Norwegian Norwegian man, according to them, who looked like a very smart guy. They're killing it. They have provided more handball coverage than our good friend John Ryan has in probably the last five years. John's uh, especially today. Shout out John. He uh, tested positive for COVID this morning. <laughs> He, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> did he Facebook post I, I texted him and was asking him about some stuff, and he's like, "Hey, I'm, I'm feeling pretty bad right now. I just tested positive for COVID." I was like, "Jeez, jeez." Uh, I hope John Ryan recovers. I told him to, uh, you know, at least he wasn't alone in a hotel in Germany, and he didn't respond to that. So, it, it, John Ryan would be a massive loss for USA handball. We need to feel better. Well, he's uh, pretty upset, uh, rightfully so. Um, was denied several different positions within USA Team Handball, and uh, the positions were given to people of I would consider less than his caliber. Um, Wait, what positions? He applied. Well, obviously, he applied for CEO. He applied for yeah. high performance director, and he yeah. applied for the collegiate director position. The one that paid like fifty bucks. Which he, you know, said that he would do it, um, obviously because he's, you know, got a pretty solid life right now and has the bandwidth and yeah, income. He's loaded, right? Uh, I mean, just military background. And they're, they take they're pretty well taken care of for the yeah. amount of years that he put in. Um, you know, at his stage in life, and his wife, I think, 
does okay. I think she's a teacher. So I mean, they're uh, not they're no Craig Roth's wife, but no, and uh, all is fine. Um, and so his uh, his kids are both going to be in college here. So I don't know. They're going. Are they starting teams? Where are they going? Uh, UC Boulder, I think. They need a team because they'd be perfect rivals with Air Force. Yeah, but if his he has two daughters, so okay, so start a women's team. You know, I don't think that that makes any sense. Uh, I was chilling with. Uh, I'm friends with a lot of Air Force now because one of my one of my old friends is uh, plays for Air Force, and uh, I was hanging out with those guys. Those are good guys. They do not like Army. Good. Neither do we. So they, they would be actually like a good good team to be friends with for us. Okay. Well, we'll hit up old Mike Cavanaugh. And... Uh, maybe not old Mike. He's uh, recovering from heart trouble. No, old Mike's fine. He's he's yeah. That was the a champ. So we got like the news that he was like on death door, and then he just shows up he, at national. It's like totally. Fine. He he was. I think I met whenever I was out in Colorado Springs the last time I was out there. He was literally like two weeks out of the hospital, and was telling me that he like ran like several miles on the treadmill that day. And I was like, "You oh, were my. literally on the brink of death, and now you're just like." That's what tell, new Harold do for you, JD. That's what my they told my dad. They said, you know, we cleaned you out. You're you're good to go for another seventy years. So uh, he, I don't know, he's still afraid. But um, so, anyways, so yeah, this handball news team is really in- incredible. They stepped in and carried what, the what torch. What are your thoughts on the on the news team, JD? Uh, they really get to the point uh, from what the tweets look like. That's quite quite literally uh, just. Rapid fire, the high, hot, hit, hot, and heavy hitters, and uh, I think that that's really all we care about here in the U.S. Um, you know, there's not yeah. a, there's not a ton to report, so just get to the business and leave all the fluff out. So, and I, I really like they don't spend their time waste their time talking about European handball or anything. Look, like they know their business, they know their followers. Uh, they reported on Drew Donlin to Minnesota deal. Uh, Drew Donlin to Minnesota. You see that apparently Minnesota offered him a very very big contract. According to the handball news team, I have hmm. nothing. I'll have to story. talk to Drew. Uh, fun little story about Drew. I will share this. He probably will get mad, but it, I, <laughs> it's too funny not to share. I didn't retweet it, but um, so I was doing my, you know, every now and then handball search, search on Twitter. As, as you do. And I find this tweet that it was in, it was in, I think, Spanish or Portuguese, and it said Drew Donlin. And I was, I was like, well, that's weird. Like, why, who, who's talking about Drew in another language? And I uh, I translated it, and it said something along the lines of, why don't I just pull it up? I'll just read it to you. It'll be funnier that way. So I, I, I send the text to, to Drew because I'm like, dude, what the heck is going on? So the text reads, I just saw the stories of my ex-husband, the Ken, of the U.S. men's handball team, and I found out they qualified for the World Cup. Drew, I've loved you since I chased you around all the Technopolis at the 2016 Pan American. I sang Taylor's White Horse and everything. And, what? Um, I was Wait, like... Her, her ex-husband, Ken, was on the USA team? No, no. I just saw the stories of my ex-husband, the Ken, of the U.S. men's handball team. Oh, the captain. The Ken. Like, Drew's the Ken doll. Like, he's... Wait, Drew, no, this is Drew's ex-wife? Drew has never been married, has no wives. I, <laughs> I don't... So, 
he, I said it to him and I was like, please tell me this is like your like fake burner account or something. Cause it's not max and it's not any no. of, it's not, none of Don G. It's none of, it's none of the IWGC. Um, I was like, what a concept though for the burners to just be tweeting in random languages. Um, but apparently he had a stalker at 2016 Pan Ams <laughs> and she's still out there. No, no, not at all. So, there's a famous journalist, Harry Enton, who uh, is currently dating and about to be engaged to his long-term stalker. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool. I had a stalker once. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I, I know your stalker. Who? Your stalker's sister. Huh? What? The one girl that your ex-girlfriend got a restraining order against. Oh, she wasn't a stalker. No, oh. no. Oh. That's... Who was your stalker? She and I were friends. Uh, I had a stalker in high school. Um, <laughs> his name was. You went to an all boys school. His name was. Uh, oh, was er- er- Eric Phillips, <laughs> and um, he he would like message me on Facebook, be like, "Hey, I'm going to Ohio State, you know, in the fall." He apparently lived in Illinois somewhere, and you know, I was like, "Okay, cool," like you know, like you know, where are you, what dorm are you gonna be in, blah, blah blah. And he's like, "Oh, he's on South Campus." I'm like, "All right, cool," and so then like. I'm sitting there at a bonfire and I'm like talking about and my I overhear my you know, my buddy's friend who I like barely knew. And he's like, dude, this guy's been just nonstop talking to me. I don't know who he is, like he's freaking me out. And I was like, dude, is is his name Eric Phillips? He's like, Yes. And so me and him started to bond, we became close friends because we had this mutual stalker, Eric Phillips. And so we like would lure we catfished Eric into like conversations and saw how far he would go and uh are you friends with him on Facebook still? I don't know. I don't know. Um, how, would you, how do you spell Eric? Just regular Eric. There's an Eric Phillips who... Oh, not from Illinois. Anyways, he uh, admitted to doing many uh, bad and terrible things in order to uh, be friends with us. You talking uh, sexual things? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, you want to give some examples of the podcast? Nope. Nope. We're... <laughs> I'll leave it at like, that. So, like tributing? I no, no worse than that. But, um, anyways, so it was uh, it was an interesting time. So me and me and Bluebirds became good friends, though, and that's that's good times. So if anybody uh, is looking for some cool hot hit uh, and happening indie, I, I will. And some cool indie uh, music. Go check out Thomas and the Workmen. Papa Lubes will be over there slapping the bass. Um, Anyways, which brings me to another story that I was recently told at work. Similar kind of topic, though. Uh, one of my coworkers was going to get his passport renewed. So he looked up places to get his passport renewed. Yeah. Staples, apparently, is uh, a place yeah, to get your... That's where I got my, uh, I got my pre-check there. Okay, so he went... That's what... He, exactly. He was going to get... Uh, my bad. He's going to get his TSA pre-check. Yeah, yeah. All right. Staples on Sawmill. And he walks in there, and it's just a weird little, like booth right in the middle of the store yeah, or whatever yeah. okay and the guy's sitting there it's just an older kind of guy and he's sitting there talking to him and he asks him he's like oh you going anywhere and the guy's like yep I'm going out to going out to california he's like oh you going to the caribbean he's like no i'm going to california the guy's like have you ever been to the caribbean and he's like yep i've been to the caribbean and he's like where and he's like i Went to Jamaica, 
And the guy's like, where in Jamaica? And he's like, I, I don't know, like this resort or whatever. He's like, huh, I've been to Jamaica. I went to whatever, it was a hedonism resort. And the guy proceeded to elaborate for the next 15 minutes about how he was at some all-inclusive uh, sex resort and uh, this was in the 70s or something like that. And this dude's like in his 50s or 60s just telling him this in full graphic detail of like the guys and girls and everything going on in front of the whole store. Um, and, you know, my coworker just was like, dude, I don't know how to leave. Like, I just let, he just kept going. And, uh, it got to some pretty, uh, he told me full detail. I mean, we're talking, you know, I don't, I, I'll stop there. That'll be another off the air, but, uh, I thought that would be a funny, funny That's bit, funny. but I'm too scared to tell it, um, live here. But, uh, yeah. So, Anyways, uh, you know, real thankful for the handball news team to, you know, bring us what the Americans need on Twitter, uh, just content. That's all I told U.S. Team Handball just this morning. Like, they asked me how the last week was on social media. I was like, well, you posted maybe once a day on Instagram with limited stories, and you have less than five total tweets. So, yeah, um, not really sure what to tell you about that. But if I was to recommend, you'd have multiple Instagram stories a day and at least yeah. one post a day. And Twitter, you would be posting every couple hours um, and commenting on God knows what and from who TikTok. knows what. Just put TikToks oh of last gosh. weekend. There's so much content lately. Post TikToks of it. Joey started doing it, and they're doing well. Yeah. He's getting 100 favorites per. Yep. It's so easy to do well if you want to do well in social media. If you have a professional social media manager who knows what they're doing, it's not hard. So so would you be my professional social media manager, Max? G- genuinely, I'm not that good. Uh, I like make funny jokes on Twitter, but I don't do graphic design. I'm not good at Instagram. Uh, I'm big on TikTok just because of random shit, but I'm not the guy, and I think part of being so good is recognizing when you're not the guy. I'm so good because I recognize I'm not the guy. You get a brand manager from, like, say, Kellogg's. Uh, bad example. My ex works there. Uh, brand manager from Wendy's. And you give them full run of the mill. You give them 80K, and they're doing it for a year. They're doing full run of the mill. Your following grows exponentially. It's not hard. Animal's a cool game. I mean, look at what Melissa did with next yeah. to no prior experience. But Melissa did great. She was fantastic. And instead of building off of what she did, they've decided to throw in the towel. And she took care of a whole bunch of other crap that was outside of her, uh, you know, workload. If you so. get someone to only focus on social, they can do a good job. Yep. And I've I've asked, I've asked, I've begged, and I've been repeatedly told yeah. that social media is not top on the list of concerns. Um, and, and how do you grow the game in America, JD, without uh, social media? This I'm just going to say there's, there's one word here that really resonates with me, and it's communication. And frankly, the American people don't have any clue that the sport exists, and so oh. someone has to communicate it to them and push it into their face. And are we so, going to send the mailers? Like, what? Yeah, we go on door-to-door mailbox in my we, neighborhood. we got an Olympics in two summers that they're going to watch and not know that the USA even had a team. Yep. And they'll ask the same questions I did four years ago, three years yeah, prior. Yeah, our, our recruiting will skyrocket in 25, as it always does. 24. 20, sorry, 20. Yeah. 
We'll have a great year recruiting. Oh, four of those guys will play off. Brian, Brian brings a good point. You know, I don't know what the pizzazz and the surge was with uh, Gary being on Ninja Warrior. Because they didn't promote it at all. Yeah. Well, USC Jim Hamill did not, but Ninja Warrior, you know, they really emphasized, like, oh, he's a handball player from Germany, yeah, but he's actually just, American. If you don't have USATH doing it concurrently. Right, exactly. You have to feed off of the... the I mean, a guy from the beach team on the most popular TV show in Puerto Rico for three years. Yeah. That's, I've never heard about it. Yep, yep. Uh, the beach team is a whole other thing. Like, they don't want to they don't want to talk about beach unless it's them winning. Like, literally, like, think about the fact that, like, Raj works for SpaceX. Like, Great I'm guy. sorry. Like, that seems like a pretty solid talking point. Um, or, I mean, the fact that they finished top ten in the world last week. And there was no. They didn't about finish it. top ten. Eleven, twelve. Twelve. But point still, point being is that compare that to the indoor team. Yeah. So uh, it's just tough, and there's a lot of fighting between beach and and indoor. Um, and I wish they wouldn't. I mean, it's part of it's. Well, it's money. It's money. What do you do? What do you do? You get thirty thousand dollars to spend on national teams, and you got yeah. you got a men's youth beach team. You got a men's, a men's senior beach team, a women's senior beach team. You have men's junior indoor, men's senior indoor, women's junior indoor, women's senior indoor. That's seven teams. You have $30,000 yeah. and multiple international trips each year. Figure it out. I mean, I mean, I agree with why it's so difficult. I think the IHF could do a much better job providing travel funds. Why? Why do they care? Because the better American teams you get, the better job. If we had social media, the better American teams at your event, the more media we can get in America. We can't get any media in America. I've mm-hmm. tried. I've pitched 50 fucking magazines. And I'm like a decently like known writer in like some like my circle. Like no one will bite. No one knows what handball is. No one cares. Yep. So, I don't know. It's another battle for another day. But yeah. we're approaching the hour mark here. We've already surpassed the hour mark, so let's keep moving. Oh, I have something cool to say. What was yes. No, I'm trying to think. Keep keep going. I'll think of it. So we'll finish talking about what we got lined up for the summer. Um, so like I said, we got seven county fairs on the docket. Uh, be, between now and the end of the summer, we got Flanders. End of this month. It's three I, I, weeks I, away I, from this. I was Friday. originally not going to be able to go. Uh, I have changed my work schedule to go. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm going to have to leave a little early. I'll probably miss a medal game, but I'll be there. All right. Well, we're taking two solid squads. Excited. Yeah. Pickerington Pucks will be making their debut. They're pretty pumped about that. Uh, they should be looking to take on a title with Sean uh, driving down from Boston. Is Boulder uh, coming? Boulder's in Phoenix, so he's not coming. No. Um, either way, Dale, you know, we got the usual suspects. Yeah. No bread. Uh, we got to make shirts. We need shirts done by this weekend. I'll do that. I'll look into it tomorrow. Need what? Shirts. Oh, those shirts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For Dale. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, um, um, so, yeah, so we got Flanders. Should be a good time. Been talking to Billy and the Barstool gang. We'll see what happens. Did they register? I told them to register. They said they are thinking about bringing their own team. I saved spots on our roster in case they didn't. So we'll see. There's no way they did. I doubt it. So that's why I yeah. just left space. Um, after that, the following weekend, uh, Jacob Roberts has got a beach tournament down. Yeah, in- I, can't, I can't come that weekend. It was either Flanders. It was either Flanders or that for me. All right, well, much. Flanders is the better choice. I, I love Jacob. I told him I'm so sorry, but I would be in Chicago. So we got that. That 
but August. it's great that a guy that we organically got into handball is now hosting tournaments. That's yeah. just huge. Look at that. Look at that. All during the pandemic, too. It's literally like a second generation for us. Like, we brought him up. Yeah. I mean, you look at you look at our uh, spider web, our coaching tree, you know, so to yeah. speak. It's good. Good, good, solid size here. Um, so, anyways, we got that August 6th, following weekend. Uh, it sounds like SoCal's are going to be the August, excuse me, August 20th, 21st is going to be SoCal's. the weekend after that. Nope, he just texted during this conversation. I didn't get that text. That's not good for me. Well, uh, okay. I'm on the inside uh, because August 27th is what, Max? Do you know? No. Handball Heroes 3. <laughs> Live from Farmington Hills, Michigan. Am I gonna go? I think you should. We're yeah, gonna we're gonna uh, have a beach tournament during the day, and then okay. we'll have, have the banquet fly. during the evening. It's clo- that's close to Detroit, right? Yeah, it's it's a Detroit okay. suburb. I'll I'll fly from Baltimore to Detroit for that. I'm sure you get a BWI to DFW yeah. pretty not DF DTW. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that'll be August 27th. So Mark's freaking out about it, but it should be pretty good. I, Joey and I, I think got it pretty well taken care of, but Mark's Are, still freaking out. IMC again? Is that on the table? Yeah, unless we find some other entertainment, I think that's that's I mean, you and no me. Sweet, we got to run it back, dude. That was a legendary. I had a lot of good times there. So need that was one of the craziest nights in my <laughs> Mike. To- Show up with a bunch of wine. That's what we need. <laughs> Just a bunch of. And uh, and we need uh, someone's sister there. Yep. 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 So we'll see what happens. Um. So yeah. So that's that's kind of like the docket for the summer. Um. It's gonna be jam packed. We're trying to and run. And we're gonna be podcasting through it. Yep. So we're gonna try to run our summer league again. I'm trying to figure that out uh probably looking to be like a tuesday night or maybe um so we'll see (sighs) we had a decent showing last summer it's just another thing for me to organize and i just don't care enough so um but yeah so that's that's what we got coming up and uh you know obviously this show is pretty much over but next show we can talk about uh how the beach world championships went for you know the youth the men and the women and then final four talk about that a little bit and i'm sure there'll be some other nugget to discuss Uh so and and i'd like to say i am very proud of our boys from san francisco we've uh we've had our differences but i'm so proud of them i don't have many differences with them i played with them at one point in time so no i'm uh, talking about the youth team oh oh okay yeah, um, we'll see what Martin's got up his sleeve. I, it's hard because I think there's potential to find some quick replacements, but if nobody else is playing handball, then that's what you got. So, I mean, know. Martin, Martin though is a great guy. I, I give him shit, but he's a really good guy. He cares. He, 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 like, cares, a he cares a yep. lot. And that's what we need. It's more people that care. Yep. So I try to tell people that if you want to get into handball, the sky's the limit. Look at look at Max's good friend Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. Look at Kurt. Kurt has gone back and forth and discussed about potentially paying the 
$5,000 for the European handball managers course because he thinks that it's worth it for him. And I was like, I, yeah, I was like, dude, go for it if you want to do it. But like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's I, worth I it. I approached him not. on a whim. I mean, he's one of my best friends. I thought that he would find it interesting because he just is looking for stuff to do. And now he's the going to be the Armada CEO. Yep. So he and I got a lot of work to do. He's hopefully moving down to Columbus and we can. He, he is. He's uh, He's either going to live with Jeb or get his own place. He's working on that right now. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, Jeb. Imagine going from not being involved in handball to living in Jeb's house. Good old Jeb's basement. Craziness. Craziness. So there's a lot of a lot of good stuff going on, uh, you know, here in the handball scene in Columbus Town. But Thomas just moved. I helped him move. Oh, good. He asked me to help, but I was... At 4-H camp, you were so. at camp, yeah, I helped. It was it was a lot. It was tough. Hans, man, just a hedgehog. He's yeah, something. we didn't move the hedgehog. But I didn't even know he had one. You didn't see the hedgehog? He was asleep. He's asleep during the day because he's nocturnal. Yeah. That, I didn't so okay, cool. All right. Well, Brian, you got anything else you want to talk about before we head out? It looks like there's four viewers on here. 420F1TC00I. Ice Wizards, Lori wow. Pub. So shout out all you guys. Um, I'll try to see about downloading this uh, post mortem and go from there. So cool. Max, any closing remarks? Thanks for bearing with us, guys. It was a, it was a long year. We're back better than ever. I uh, can't wait for uh, for the season we're gonna have on the show. All right, good stuff. All right, <laughs> Brian's got stuff off the air as well. So. <laughs> Anyways, as always, keep on shooting, shooters. Good show, JD. What did Ryan say?